0: So on today's episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Greg Pencheck, who is the head athletic trainer at Towson University's men's lacrosse team.
1: If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report and here's your host, John Miller.
0: I can't thank you enough for coming. I hope it wasn't too hard to find this building. Nope,
2: nope, thanks for having me.
0: Many people, not many, but some people, it took me forever, where do you park And This place is crazy, so it's all good. You just gotta read the signs. Just gotta read the signs. It sounds like uh, uh, some kind of metaphor for life too. That's (laughs) that's funny. So Greg, I wanna thank you again for being on the show. So this is, you're my first athletic trainer to to be on the podcast, and I have a lot of questions, but uh, the podcast is athletics-based. And I want to ask about your high school and or college sports experience. Did you play in high school?
2: I did. I played football at Calvert Hall.
0: Calvert Hall, the Cardinals. Yes. Nice. I'm big on mascots, so there'll be a theme. Whenever you mention a school, I'm going to throw the mascot out. So you played football. I did. Position? Uh, D-line. D-line, nice. D-line, a little
2: bit of fullback. Okay. Like they hit people.
0: (laughs) Interesting. And you got into athletic training. Okay. So if I'm going to come back in the 90s, 1990s, and yeah, so you yeah. play football at Calvert Hall. What would be the scouting report? What did I read about you before I got there?
2: Um, scrappy little guy, plays in the middle, not afraid. Uh, likes to get after the quarterback a little bit, but doesn't want to back down and loves playing with his teammates. We had a great group.
0: Awesome. That sounds like fun. Did you play after high school? Did you play in college?
2: I did. I was fortunate to get the chance to play uh, for three years at Salisbury University, formerly Salisbury State.
0: So, Salisbury, four years of football there? Three years. Didn't play
2: my senior year. Uh, Just focused on academics and deciding what I was going to do after college.
0: D-line like to hit people there, too? Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Mascot, Salisbury. Seagulls. Seagulls. All right. So, at first, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, a bird, a seagull? But... If you've ever been to Ocean City, seagulls ruthless. are ruthless. Actually, what's the movie where the uh, the little fish is I swimming around emo. and the seagulls are like, mine, 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 Oh, mine. yes. That had to be you with going after that football. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So you played uh, football at Salisbury. Very cool. Did you study athletic training at Salisbury too?
2: I did, but not the first time around. So I ended up graduating with my initial Bachelor's of Science in corporate fitness and then about two and a half years later, made the decision to go back to Salisbury to pursue athletic training as a major. So that was around the fall of 1999. And that was as an undergrad as well? As an undergrad, yes.
0: And, but you didn't stop there. You went on to graduate school. I did.
2: I went to Louisiana State University down in lovely Baton Rouge, Louisiana uh, as a Tiger for two years. Uh, It was a great experience. Um, wouldn't have traded it for the world. Good people, great people, a bunch of them still there.
0: As a tiger in uh, LSU, did you get any experience to work with any of the athletic teams down there?
2: Yes. I was the primary athletic trainer for our women's gymnastics team uh, and then helped out with our football program. So we all worked summer camp and then got a chance to travel to a road game, cover some of the home games, interact, because we all kind of worked together in, in one facility back then, which has changed.
0: Cool. So I got lots of questions, but yep. let's follow the path of Greg Penchak through his uh, career as an athletic trainer. First job out at LSU as a trainer?
2: Uh, Gardner-Webb University in Boiling Springs, North Carolina.
0: Woo. Okay. Is that, is that common for ha- to go from place to place to, to get a job? or?
2: Yeah, it's just like uh, any other career where you want to try to find your stepping stones in order to get where you want to get Got in it. terms of your career path.
0: Gardner-Webb, big school, little school?
2: Tiny school, 1,100, uh, about 1,100 students total. Uh, 500 of them were student athletes. Okay. Uh, little Baptist school down in Boiling Springs, right between Charlotte and Nashville.
0: Do you remember what sports you helped uh, at Gardner-Webb? Yeah,
2: I took care of our wrestling team oh, hello. Uh, and our men's soccer program.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. To probably two different sets of training regimens, two completely different sets different. of injuries.
2: Two completely different sets of people. <laughs> Wrestlers are special, and I love them. And <laughs> my 149-pounder my is the current head coach there, and we talk all the time. He's, Excellent. it's he's great.
0: So after Gardner-Webb, but what's next?
2: Stevenson University. Excellent. Uh, back, start, you're back in Maryland. Back in Maryland, uh, back close to the family, back close to my wife's family. Uh, took the head athletic trainer job there back in 2006. Okay. Yeah, bigger there, bigger than Gardner Webb. Bigger than Gardner Webb. Okay, uh, but a uh, smaller in terms of division. The Division three school versus a Division one school. Gardner Webb was Division one. Interesting. But total student population was small. Got it. And Stevenson was Division three, but a little bit bigger student population.
0: Uh, and sports at Stevenson were.
2: Were there were very few of us there doing our job as an athletic trainer. So it was pretty much everybody. Wow. Um, so by the time I left, we had seven hundred plus student athletes and four athletic trainers take providing all their medical care. So, you're a busy guy. It was a lot of juggling.
0: <laughs> so finally, 2012, fall did I 2012. I right? Yeah, you, you did. You, you came to Towson.
2: I did, I did. I stepped in. Um, had a fortunate opportunity to come in and help with our men's lacrosse program as their athletic trainer. Uh, at the first year, I was there I actually helped with field hockey as well. So it was field hockey, men's lacrosse. My second year, uh, field hockey was taken away, and I helped with football for a semester, uh, for a season. We were fortunate enough to go to the national championship game that year. Lost to North Dakota State. Down in Frisco, most people lose to North Dakota State, but uh, good football team, great group of guys and coaches that year, and then have continued to take care of men's lacrosse now at the, in the middle of my 10th season.
0: Very cool. So i got to thank you again. Uh, We're recording this in late February, and you're probably knee-deep in the beginning of the lacrosse season. So thanks for taking the time again. Sure. How how are we starting off? How how are the Tigers doing?
2: Uh, Tigers, great preseason, three games in, uh, one and two record, great group of guys, uh, great group of coaches and support staff. Uh, One of the fun groups to be around. I'm very blessed to have a, a group of good kids, good parents, good you know good coaches that's, the whole that's thing
0: good. so you're 3 games in so you just started working so the last 6 months or so you probably didn't have much to do
2: <laughs> i wish that was the case so <laughs> full fall uh, we come in those guys will report uh, even though they're a spring sport quote unquote uh, they report as soon as the students come back on campus in august all our freshmen have their physicals before getting them they come on campus for that and then we start right in the strength conditioning work with uh, coach dreggy our strength conditioning guy and then the coaches get the, hit the ground running with fall ball and we Typically, culminate with the scrimmage. Uh, This year was at Boys Latin against Lehigh, and
0: can't remember. That's okay. A while ago. So, so wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. on. you're telling me that athletic trainer is not just the guy that runs out when someone gets injured and fills an ice bag. You have something to do with the preseason preparations.
2: Uh, All of it. Uh, Medical paperwork, uh, preseason physicals, um, all of our, you know, collaboration with our performance staff for strength conditioning stuff um, nutrition, the, the whole deal. So it's a 365 day a year gig.
0: And this is something that you had to start as an undergrad and go on to graduate school. And I'm guessing there's a state license involved here.
2: Yes. Yes. So there's, uh, I think 49 out of the 50 States have licensure in the, in the country right now. Maryland licensure, uh, was in 2009, I believe I was part of that, um, that process as a newly cemented member of the Maryland Athletic Trainers Association, but uh, yes, you do have to have licensure within your state to practice under the uh, the supervision of a physician.
0: And you were t- we were talking before the show that uh, it's no longer an undergrad situation that almost everyone is either in the process of or has already ter- transferred over to having it being a graduate school situation.
2: Correct, correct. So uh, the profession has grown leaps and bounds and transformed several times since I got into it um, to the point now where our undergraduate program at Towson uh, has got its last couple groups of students that will be graduating in the next year or two. And then everybody that's coming in now, we're actually in our first year of a master's program. And that's something that across the country, any athletic training program is going to have to do. Uh, so even my alma mater now is has transitioned. They tried to transition into a graduate program, and now they're transitioning out of a graduate program and just going to be a traditional athletic training uh, staff versus having students.
0: So it's kind of probably tricky. So Salisbury and Towson are both part of the University of Maryland system, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure the college system is probably, well, how many athletic training programs do we need? And if we have it at Towson, do we need it at Salisbury? So I'm sure someone's making some decision there about the number of students and where they go. And Towson's a pretty big school and and probably can handle it pretty well. They have a fair amount of health sciences stuff there, don't they?
2: Yes, they do. And I think the other piece of it, too, is you look at the, the area. Salisbury doesn't have as much medically to offer. Versus, I mean, the Baltimore metro area. We're so blessed with Hopkins and you know the University of System Maryland and MedStar and all that stuff. There's so many different medical options.
0: So, you mentioned Hopkins. So Hopkins is pretty big in lacrosse. They are. Are they uh, your rivalry, or is uh, that...
2: we like to play them. We like to beat them. But our biggest rivalry is the uh, Delaware Blue Hens.
0: So Delaware good lacrosse program there too.
2: Yeah, they uh, they've been getting better. Uh, they've uh, they gave us a game last year. Uh, didn't come out in our favor, but. Uh, we got them coming up. I think we're at their place this year. At the, so so, of so the
0: conference, in conference play, usually happens in the second half of the season. I know it does in basketball. I'm yes. guessing it works the same way with lacrosse. Yep, correct. So you probably, uh, early in the beginning of the season, you, uh, most coaches that I'm familiar with, like a really hard schedule leading up to conference play to prepare the kids for the conference stuff. So you don't want to... I mean, you want to get some of those little tune-up ones where you play a small school that just wants to come, but you really want to make sure the kids are playing at their peak by the time they get into the in-conference play.
2: Yes. Yes, agreed. So yeah. that's
0: what they're they're getting ready for Delaware. Any, yeah. Anyone else? I think you mentioned Drexel.
2: Drexel is another big one. Um, I mean, pretty much everybody in the CAA likes to beat each other. Uh, it's a very competitive conference with UMass and Drexel, Fairfield, Delaware, us. So everybody likes to get after it.
0: So I'm trying to remember now. Now I probably shouldn't do this because we didn't talk about this before the show. Some more CAA teams: um, Hofstra, Hofstra, yep. James Madison.
2: JMU is leaving the CAA because oh. they're bumping up to football bowl subdivision for oh. football. Charleston, College of Charleston, UNC Wilmington, okay. Elon, William and Mary, uh, Northeastern.
0: I'm trying to think
2: if I'm it's pretty pretty good day. group of schools. Yes.
0: Yes. So what's uh, and we got some new members coming I, in. I don't want you to get you in trouble with Coach. What's your prediction for Towson lacrosse this year? How are they going to do?
2: I I think we're going to be good. I, I I like our group. I really do. I like the way they're a good bunch of guys. Like I said, they've worked hard in the preseason. They've worked hard in the fall. Um, they're fun to watch play. I've told them that to their face. I told the coaches that. I I like them. Uh, I think we're going to have a good year.
0: Awesome. So I like to I like to ask when I have someone a- across the the table from me. Um, some advice. Usually it's athletic advice, but I'm going to ask you two pieces of advice if you don't mind. One, as a, as a student athlete in college, if there was a high school student that or middle school student that's kind of preparing for more athletics, um, is there any advice you have for that student? Knowing what you know from playing at Calvert Hall and playing at Salisbury on the football team, do you have any advice for that student that's thinking about playing at the next level, uh, how they could prepare for athletics?
2: Sure. Um, I think the biggest thing for that when we see these kids come in and we get them 16, 17, 18 years old and we meet them for the first time is you're not ready for what college is going to be like when you step on campus. Um, nowadays, every level of sport is extremely competitive. All the coaches want to win. Everybody wants to train. They want to practice in the offseason. And if you just are used to playing your club sport, let's say lacrosse, your club season, and you played your high school season, well, you're now going to be a full-time lacrosse player and a full-time student when you get to college. And you have to do both well. And that's a lot of pressure. And you have to, you know, still try to find a way to have a social life. So in terms of being prepared for that, the demands that are placed on you as a freshman are significantly different than anything you've experienced physically, mentally, emotionally, all of those things. And I think the more you can do physically, academically and mentally to prepare yourself for that, the better off you're going to be to handle that. Uh, from there. And I think a lot of times we get kids that are just so locked into, I got to do my skill over and over and over again. They're the kids that are always banged up. They're the kids that just don't transition well in the strength conditioning, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your body coming into it. And, and that makes your life. You see me less. Um, our strength coach gets to train you more and our coaches get to watch coach you more. And I think that's extremely important to overall health and success of these kids when they graduate in four years.
0: That's good advice. And now what about someone who's thinking about getting into athletic training? I have a senior in high school, and I think the health sciences is, is on his radar. I don't think he's zoned in on exactly what it is yet. He's, he's still got time. What, what advice, let's say, for him if he's thinking about health science and then athletic training has made the short list? Do you have any advice for that kid?
2: Sure. I think you've got to be good in your sciences. I think that's really important. you got to have it. – it is medicine – you're in the medical field. It's not what you see on Sundays on the NFL when you see the guys run out to sling water and they've got a towel. And there's guys that I know in the league and I know what they do behind the scenes. And what you see on Sunday isn't what they do behind the scenes. And you gotta know your anatomy, you gotta know your rehab, you gotta know your strength conditioning principles. And you gotta be a good communicator, not just with your student athlete or your patient, you got to be able to talk to coaches. You got to be able to talk to administrators. You got to be able to talk to parents. You got to be able to talk to an audience, and have each conversation be different. And it really, a lot of times, even comes down to personality. If you're, if you don't have a good bedside manner, think about the best physician you ever went to. You probably didn't know where they went to school, but you knew how well they treated you as a person, and that made whatever medical care they gave you that much better. Um, and they could have been. You know, somebody that didn't go to the top rated medical school uh, from that standpoint. So I think all those pieces in there and understanding that is important. Um, and it's hard work. It's not working as a collegiate athletic trainer. It's not a nine to five job. You're not working 40 hours a week. Um, you know, you got to work your way up. You got to pay your dues just like everybody else uh, from that. And it's not something you just not coming and checking a box because you are responsible. When I am like we were talking about before, I got a kid from British Columbia. I met his mom for the first time this past weekend, and he's a sophomore. COVID, thank you, right? Um, but she's trusting me to provide her son medical care from the other side of the continent. And that is something that you have to understand, that once that kid steps in and they're playing sport and you're providing that health care, you have to be willing and able to, to you know, take care of that kid because you're, you're there for them. And that's why they're there to play the sport and you're there to help them play the sport. So, I think that's another important piece of
0: it. It's a lot of responsibility, and it sounds like you take it seriously. Yeah. That's cool. So, I'd like to end with is there any, uh, any social media, any shout outs to particular coaches or players, or how could we follow Towson Lacrosse? Is there anything out there that you can share with us?
2: Sure. You can follow Towson Lacrosse. We have our Instagram page. Um, I think it's at Towson Men's Lacks. Um, everything's uh, located on TowsonTigers.com. We've got a big game coming up Saturday against Richmond Spiders. Uh, they're coming to Johnny U. Face off is at twelve.
0: Is that open to the public and yeah, selling tickets yeah, selling tickets,
2: people- all that stuff, and then we go down the street to play the Greyhounds uh, on Wednesday next week, and then got uh, the Retrievers at home the following week. So it's a it's a jam packed schedule, and we're getting to play the Duke Blue Devils coming down the road. Um, you know, but you can follow all that that social media piece. Uh, the other thing too, if you're really interested in the profession and want to find more about it in the state of Maryland, go to MarylandAthleticTrainers.org. That gives you tons of information about our state organization and where people are working and what people are doing um, on all fronts.
1: Greg Panchek, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.